watching prohibition fall down. What's up, DGC? Yeah. Got a special guest today. You ready, Scotty? I'm ready, man. You got my lawyer on the line or what? Uh, I don't know if it's your lawyer. We have Todd Levitt on the line out of Michigan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing, guys? Thrilled and stoked to be in the DGC, baby. Yeah. Not only is Todd an attorney in the realm of cannabis law, I'm also a medical owner patient, medical marijuana patient, correct? That is correct. Criminal defense attorney, 25 years fighting a good fight, trying to end prohibition and free the weed. Nice. I mean, I think, I, like, me and Scotty agree. If, if I'm getting, I don't know, do we agree, Scotty? Do do we want our attorney token if he's helping us fight the good fight? I do. I do. It, he's <laughs> It's not somebody that's uh, landing my jet plane for me, even though I bet you could do that high really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. But, yeah, you know why? Is because as an attorney, I think you have to look at everybody's perspective. You know, if you're... If, if you're mounting a defense, you have to understand how the offense is going to think, probably empathize with the offense as well. So, yeah, I think it's a really good thing to sit back, uh, smoke a doob and just try to you know, just try to think, maybe try to get inside somebody's shoes. But you tell me, Todd, does it help you? Is it a tool? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've always been an advocate and a proponent of CBDs, cannabinoids, THC, mm-hmm. you know, combination thereof. But Hey, it's like when I used to sell clothes. If I'm wearing a pair of pants, then who better than me to tell you how they're going to fit? Sure. Uh, so, so if I'm consuming and participating, then you know I have a better understanding of what my clientele are going through. But uh, so that's how, that's how I approach. You it. But I'm, like you, you could have taken that guy's place for Warehouse for Men there, Todd. <laughs> Instead, you decided <laughs> Thank to fight you. I the good fight. <laughs> Look at that. But I'll bet you that but does I, help you. I, I thought it would help you empathize, especially you. You specialize in cannabis DUI. Is that correct? So I'm a, uh, as I said, I'm a criminal defense attorney okay. in the middle of the Mitten State, the great state of Michigan. Yeah, and strong. As a de- oh yeah, as a defense attorney, I have always defended you know individuals' constitutional rights under the Fourth Amendment against illegal search and seizure, the Fifth Amendment, and with the advent in Michigan of the Medical Marijuana Act in 2008, right. there were so many great areas that it just sort of rolled over, and I became one of those attorneys who fought the good fight, and I still, to this day, you know, defend the constitutional rights of not only medical 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 marijuana card holders, but also now that we're a recreational state, yeah, especially those who are operating a motor vehicle, with any THC in their system. Yeah. Well, you guys have a zero tolerance policy in Michigan, right? That's correct. Dude. Explain that a little bit. What does that mean? Jesus. Good question, dude. And uh, so in the state of Michigan, as in every other state around this great country of ours, you could be, you know, charged and arrested and convicted of operating while intoxicated, visibly impaired. In Michigan, we have operating while visibly impaired by a controlled substance. You cannot operate a motor vehicle with any THC in your blood whatsoever. And that's nanograms. So, and, and everybody's screwed. Everybody's screwed. Here's, here's, have in your here's the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is we're a recreational state now. Right. So I can go out, have a beer, one or two beers, you know, get behind the wheel, get pulled over, blow a 0.05. See you later, Todd. Sure. But if I smoke two days ago, three, four, five, even 10 days ago, oh, I get pulled God. over for whatever reason. And the officer has no probable cause to say, Hey, I'm taking to get your blood drawn and there's one nanogram of THC, I'm getting jacked and whacked as if I'm drinking and driving. 
And I mean, as a cannabis smoker or as a medical cannabis user, I'll keep it politically correct since I'm talking to my lawyer here, uh, you can probably, I I would imagine that you can empathize with somebody that smokes every day, that smoked the the night before, woke up and got, you know, got pulled over on his way to work in the morning and gets uh, some kind of a cannabis DUI or whatever the hell they call it. God, what a mess that would be. And what an unjust, uh, you know, what, what an unjust system you got there. It's insane. So if you and I, Scotty Real, are driving down the same roadway, we both get stopped at the same time, right. and you're not a card holder, and I am, and the officer says he smells marijuana as he approaches our vehicle, sure. and I'm the card holder, I'm on my way. You, you're getting arrested. It's, now, it's not, unbelievable. I'm not suggesting ever lying to any um, police officer. Are there systems tied together, do you know? If you say you're a medical card holder, do they go back to their car and check? Absolutely. They ask for your card, you per, you're provided, they go back and they check Damn, you it. can't just bluff that one. Yeah, but otherwise, cool. otherwise, other state agencies cannot see it. So, and I believe, look, although on my show, because I also have a podcast, I rail on the federal government for, you know, keeping that beautiful plant under Schedule 1 of the Controlled Substance Act. Right. And, and you know, so I, I, even though I rail in the federal government, I believe under federal law, you don't have to disclose what type of medication you take, what type of medicine you're ingesting or anything. So, you know, it's discretionary. You definitely want to, you know, provide information and identification to an officer. Other than that, you have a right to remain silent and you need to use it. Yeah, how do I believe, understand Hold that. on, Scotty, yes, let sir. me wind up that thought. Sure. Uh, you said, I think when we were talking before the show even, if you are in a, anywhere in a state, in a country such as myself, where you can get a medical marijuana card, it will help you immensely if you have to face a marijuana DUI. I mean, I think that was your words, Todd, correct? Absolutely, guys. I, I, if I have anything I want the, you know, those passionate followers of the, the DGC to know, right. that if you are in a recreational state or a medical state, you have immunity from prosecution in most cases if you're a card holder. I'm in a recreational state, but I'll be damned if I'm not carrying a card because I need that immunity. If I got pulled over tomorrow and I didn't have a card, I'm getting jacked and whacked and sitting in a cell posting bond calling gotcha. you guys. And what's gotcha. the difference in get, having a card? I'm trying to explain this. If you show up and you have a card, they'll just say, go on your way. You take, you took your medicine. No problem. Well, okay. Well, and, I, and here's my advice. You, we all agree. We don't want anyone out there, you know, uh, that, Hey, let me say this. We all agree we don't want anyone out there who has a legal right to do anything to do it to the extent where they're operating heavy equipment or a motor vehicle that they're going to put all of us at risk. Of so, Correct. albeit I have immunity from prosecution if I'm a card holder, uh, if I'm operating a motor vehicle, if if I'm just, you know, stoned out of my mind from too much pineapple express or mm-hmm. something, some really good, you know, <laughs> strains there sure. or a cop or a combination thereof, guys, um and I'm clearly impaired and I'm a threat to anyone else on the road then that card is not going to provide me any protection. Got but, it. you know, those those cases, you know, most of the people that I have seen in my 25 years that cause serious injury or driving reckless and careless right. are always the, the alcohol consumers. It's not the smokers and the tokers. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Do you do alcohol DUIs as well? Is that, is that something? I've done thousands. Gotcha. And so are cannabis DUIs something on the newer side or it's always been, there's people have always been really aren't, for this. There really aren't many, uh, alcohol DUIs where you see if they, uh, they stop at a green light. It's true, man. They might be passed out. I saw one guy driving on the sidewalk this week and I was like, thank God the cops were there to pull that guy over. We need three lanes. I'm advocating for the, the, the passing lane, the driving lane, and the chillaxing lane for all of us users. That's yeah. what I want here in the state of Michigan. Yeah, but, you got cruise control, man. <laughs> yeah, but pro- prosecutors in 2008, together with law enforcement, really 
you know, uh, cranked up uh, enforcement. And it, up until 2008, I never really came across any clients who were charged with operating with the presence of a controlled substance. And now that marijuana is recreational in the great state of Michigan, I expect to see a lot more uh, cars being stopped uh, because you, it, it all goes down to the revenue, guys. The state of Michigan, the courts, law enforcement, all sure. these people that have benefited financially off the backs of our people, our, our, our men and women out there, you know, are now losing uh, that that revenue. So they're going to look to make it up somewhere. And that's my concern as a defense attorney. Yeah, it's, so, it's scary how that works, man. I was just thinking about that earlier, how the politicians need money to run. It's a popularity contest to, to get voted in, even if you're just city government. So they need money to run their, you know, whatever, their ad campaigns. So they suck they suck up to the police and say, hey, look, if, if you guys will just uh, uh, vote for me, get all your thousands of cops to vote for me, I'll make sure that you guys get plenty of money. You know, if you run through a school zone, we'll, we'll bump that up to 250 bucks. You know, we'll, we'll get your revenue. Don't worry. We'll get you that new helicopter you wanted. I actually support law enforcement, uh, you know, because they do put their, you know, lives on the line each and every day. I blame the men and women in, in local government, state mm -hmm. level, and especially mm -hmm. the federal level. You know, they're, they're the ones that are enacting all these statutes and all these amendments and taking all the, you know, the big money from the lobbyists to make these laws, you know, harsher than they already are. I mean, people are elected to office to, to represent the people. And I've looked at it the opposite way. People are elected to office and they just jack and whack the people. It's absolutely true. And I mean, it's a, it's a, a bit frightening the way the system works. It seems like the cops are, you know, kind of cogs in this thing because this war against drugs just pitches them against the, the population they're supposed to be serving and protecting. All of a sudden they're incarcerating and making money out of that. Finding and incarcerating is their new profit center. So I'm all for the cops protecting and serving. I wish we could get back to that, but pulling me over for a, a 0.05 or pulling me over and saying, oh, you know what? I'm profiling you because uh, I think I smell weed in here because I know that you smoke weed because I, I know you're on, you know, whatever. I know you, man, that's bullshit. You know, and you say you're a, for, you know, you're a fourth amendment specialist and the fourth amendment is that whole stop and frisk, stop, you know, whatever, illegal search and seizure type thing, man, I'd be interested to, to know how you feel about that. And you know, what, everybody's got dash cams and whatnot. Is that what you do? As soon as you get pulled over, do you pull your phone out and start recording? T tell me, tell me a little best practices for well, that. Well, that's what I wanted to ask yeah. you. And it's, it's getting less expensive now to, to have dash cams can be good for accidents. It's not too hard even for people to put discreet ones if they're worried that law enforcement would be corrupt. But can you film them filming you? And is that good as a defense? If you're, you know, I want to say, I want to walk in front of my car because that's where my dash cam is. So we both have this on camera. Right. I feel as an attorney, you have an absolute right to, you know, videotape, uh, you know, the incident. Um, now, if you're inter interfering with an officer, uh, in his or her duty, then, you know, you could be charged with obstructing justice. And in Michigan, that's a felony. So you got to be really careful. You have to know your rights, understand what the laws are. But absolutely, you have a right. If there's a passenger, uh, they have an absolute right to, um, you know, videotape the officer. You're in public. Right. This is not a private setting. This is in public. It's public domain. What I always tell everyone, and this is really important for your listeners and sure. the EGC guys, is you know, don't, you're right. Profiling exists everywhere. Profiling exists everywhere. And most of my clients are those individuals who are operating a motor vehicle with a tail light out, a brake right. light out, tinted windows, right. or especially here's the big one. 
something dangling from your mirror like an air freshener. Mm. You have every what? right to do everything I just said, except tinted windows, depending on what state you're in. Right. But don't put yourself out there and start waving your hands. Hey, law enforcement, pull me over. An air so freshener, huh? Make sure your car's operational. Wow. I didn't, a, I didn't think that was a bust, but huh. What about okay. sticker selections on the back bumper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, free the weed and a friend with weed is weed. In, is a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love those stickers, guys. In fact, I was going to wear a tie to court one day with some, you know, marijuana leaf right. on it that says a friend with weed is a friend indeed. No, you just a tail light in Michigan, as in with a lot of states, there are laws whereby if you have a, a plate light out, because on your license plate, oh, yeah. there's two lights. Right. One plate light gets you pulled over. But let me just say this. It, 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 your constitutional rights, as it pertains to a motor vehicle in this country, sure. have been absolutely slaughtered and destroyed by the United States Supreme Court and all the state courts. So you can be pulled over for any reason whatsoever, even if there is no reason. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that, is that the, I guess, you know, all the law. over the line, man. <laughs> What's that? I said swerved over the line, like one of the most common. Sure. You know, we pulled him over because he went over the line a little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's your word against the officers, and it doesn't have to be on video. And so as far as that Fourth Amendment goes, it talks about what illegal search and seizure, stop and frisk it talks about. Is that, do we, if a cop, you know, we get pulled over, there's this famous video of this guy getting pulled over and they start harassing the passenger. They start asking the passenger for ID and uh, basically rip him out of the car and beat the shit out of him. They tase him and beat the shit out of him. It's a really disturbing video. But I always wonder when I see something like that, if you're just a passenger in a car, do they have the right to start harassing you? If an officer pulls over a motor vehicle because the driver did something that right. brought his or her attention to the officer, mm -hmm. the officer does have a right under under the court court the officer does have a right under opinions that the courts have put forth to ask questions, identification, and if he or she observes suspicious activity, uh, then they're gonna start to interrogate that passenger and right. everyone inside the vehicle. Sure. Now, here's what the courts have ruled, and this is a bunch of bullshit. If an officer walks up to a motor vehicle and smells marijuana, right. he does not need consent or a search warrant. He is in that car. He's Probable in cars. He's in the sure. trunk. He is all over that vehicle. But if you're a card holder, folks, out there, that should provide immunity because, officer, you're saying you smell marijuana. You want to search my car, but, hey, I'm a card holder. I have a legal right to smoke. Hell, yeah. So that's now there's a conflict in the laws. And the problem is all the state legislatures are all lagging behind on their asses to, you know, amend these statutes to speed up to where the states are now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so hang on. I'm just putting this in my little book here. So if you get, <laughs> if you get pulled over, if I'm a passenger, awesome. I get pulled over, and, and the cop says, hey, I, I smell cannabis, I just pull out my card and just say, yeah, it's just uh, stocking up my medicine, or do I just say I'm a medical card holder and shut my mouth? Well, again, it's state to state, so it varies from state to state. Right. Uh, if you guys have me back on the show, I'll go over a couple of states with you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Deal. Little shameless, little shameless plug for myself coming back on into the DGC. But in Michigan, for instance, if I'm operating a motor vehicle as a card holder, an officer pulls, you know, approaches the vehicle and he pulled me over for a tail light, not for any reckless or careless driving. Right. And he says, I smell marijuana. I say, hey, officer Scotty Real, I'm a card holder. See you later, buddy. You cannot search my vehicle at that point. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's your Fourth Amendment right there. At least they haven't you trampled that it. one yet. Well, I would like to add before we're not going to wrap it up just yet. But as you said earlier, I don't know, what you, Todd, but you're on the side of necessary law enforcement. There's a lot of good police officers out there. I didn't want to paint this picture that every cop is out to get you, although some people will say, yeah, they are. 
First off, um, that's a tough goddamn job going and having people lie to you every day. Like I said, they've, they've put them in a really tough position by this whole war on drugs and this whole having to put people in jail for a point zero six, you know, when they've had a beer at dinner. So they put the cops in a tough position, the war on their own people. But these are well, good people. And I've been, you know, pulled over by plenty of cops that were totally nice. I've heard of friends here recently, even in Canada, getting pulled over with legalization, said they smelled cannabis in the car. And he says, well, of course, my bag's right there, you know. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. You know, and it's just all cool about it. It can go both ways. But, yeah, I just don't want to pay the full negative picture. There's plenty of times I'm going to be wanting a cop, not plenty, hopefully. That's well, Let me back that up, Drew. Don't edit that. <laughs> let me back that up. Not plenty of times. But there's probably going to be a few times in my life where I'm really going to appreciate the assist, assistance of a police officer. Hey, go so. study, study yeah. what's going on Can in just, Mexico, and, you, and you'll see that you need uh, law enforcement. If you don't, it's just a, you know, a war state of cartels, man. So you certainly but need here, Here's something else, though, guys. You you want a defense attorney who gets along with people and defense. You want a, mm-hmm. an attorney who gets along with uh, the prosecutors and the officers. Now, I'll tell you this. When I say I support them, I fight them tooth and nail. So I'm just saying <laughs> that if we didn't have some type of law enforcement, we'd have a chaotic state in you know across this country here. But, again, that's not to say they don't do some dirty things. I mean, sure. people are people. There's good and bad and everything. I mean, I was a waiter for 10 years. There were some shitty waiters. I thought I was awesome. <laughs> but I think it comes down to what kind of person you are. And police do have broad discretion. But here's something interesting. Think about this. If you are a card holder and, and the officer says, what kind of, how much marijuana do you have in your vehicle? And you hand that officer your product or your right. medicine. Right. There are some states where that officer cannot hand it back to you because he does not have that immunity. And he could be charged with delivery and manufacturing of a controlled <laughs> oh, substance in some man. cases. Isn't that obnoxious? So in Michigan in 2008, cardholders, you know, talk about their rights being violated. An officer would pull someone over, take their medicine. They could not get that back. And that's ridiculous because it is medicine. I mean, if you're going out there, I mean, there's plenty of people that are buying straight CBD. I've got a gram of straight CBD dabs here. I use it. I unfortunately have epilepsy, so I have to, I treat myself with it. Uh, this is medicine. If you take away that medicine, if I can't have my CBD twice a day, there's a hell of a chance I'm going to have a seizure within the next couple of days. So it, it's something that you got to be really careful with. Oh, that sounds like a lawsuit, actually, doesn't it, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me transition over to what you got going on here in April, 420 Can Expo. Tell me a little bit about that. It's yeah. free, for one, which threw me off. Like, it's not a ticketed, like, pay to get in. It's free. I mean, you got to go to your site, but tell me about it. Do you mind if I just plug my uh, podcast? Cause the podcast. That as well, yes. Okay. Hey, I'm going on that podcast. I don't know about you, dude, but I'm going to go on there and learn a little bit more. And I heard talk, talk a little bit, yeah, listen a lot. radio show deal. Oh, I can't. What do you got, Todd? I got, I got to watch my language. Sure. On 420, uh, I have a company 420, uh, LLC. I'm putting on a, a, a massive, uh, cannabis hemp expo right here in the middle of the state of Michigan at the soaring Eagle casino and resort. It's free to the public. We're going to have about a hundred exhibitors, uh, speakers from uh, pharmacology professors from the University of Michigan who support the cause to attorneys and accountants and growers and hemp farmers. Uh, we got exhibitors coming from all over this great country of ours. And most of these expos are at least around the Midwest. You have to pay to get in. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to just do it. It's going to be free to the public. It took me two years to get the casino to approve it. It's in a massive casino, yeah. the largest one outside the Midwest. You can check it out on 420canaexpo.com, 420canaexpo.com. I would love to have the you guys, the DGC, in attendance at the expo. Man, that does sound fun. 
That does sound mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I did 420 is a tough day. I'm going to have to check my calendar on that one, but this is cool as shit. I appreciate you doing something like this. We got to push this forward. I imagine uh, you'll be doing, uh, you're going to have a booth there. You're going to be giving people good advice. Yeah. So my podcast is Marijuana uh, Law. Todd Levitt, L-E-V-I-T-T, Marijuana Law Podcast on all the platforms out there. Yeah. My podcast is a sponsor and a co-host of the show. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll be in a show. We'll be doing a show out there for sure. We got a lot of stuff to give away. So very cool. Where you know what? We have a huge Michigan following. So you get on out there, y'all. If you ain't coming to the well, actually our events the week before. So yeah, this is beautiful. Nice, tight work, I love brother. you guys, by the way. I'm so stoked to be on your show. I was so excited that you guys invited me on the show because I've been a fan of the DGC for a long time now. Hell yeah. And uh the fact that you guys even reached out to me, I had some guy named jr token that's right in my office and i'm <laughs> thinking wait a minute i'm thinking lord of rings and i think i was high when i saw the first lord of rings i'm thinking this is really appropriate yeah <laughs> that's our guy he goes and books all the talent for us thank you jr this was great it makes, it makes me feel important because i can say we'll have our people talk to your people <laughs> <laughs> absolutely hey i'm on your uh, you got me on call 24 7 if you guys need me you know that Oh, I hope I don't, but thank you for that. And I want to say that I'll bet you we've never been played in the law office before, but Todd plays us in his (laughs) law office, which I think is pretty damn cool. Every time your show drops, it pops here. Yeah. You are my lawyer, Todd. That's all there is to it. We'll be hanging out. we got some good synergy here. We'll get you back on and vice versa. Guys, check out the Todd L. Levitt (laughs) Marijuana Law Podcast. Sure, you can just find that by yelling "Marijuana Law Podcast" at your phone. As Scotty right. says sometimes. Absolutely. Four twenty canaexpocom We'll keep you guys in the loop. Would love to go to that. It's the weekend after the DGC Cup. Just pick Logistics me up. Dude. Might be. <laughs> be tough. Yes, I'll pick you up on the way. Other than that, Todd, thanks for taking the time, man. Very good information. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for defending the Fourth Amendment. You waited the way that you do and dedicating your life to it, helping people. That's amazing. Not always. Right on, brother. He's out. Yeah. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. Smoking weed.